Hello friend, welcome to Encounters with Grace. My name is Paul Rotua, your host. Praise God for the beginning of another week and the privilege to bring his word to you. May the word of God prosper in your heart and shine God's light on your path as you listen. In Jesus' name. I thank you also for tuning in to listen. Yesterday, I began to share with you about the reality of the Spirit of God living in the believer in Christ who has also received the new birth experience. Jesus was the first to coin out the phrase to be born again. When we hear that, Many immediately think like Nicodemus, who first heard it. But what it really means is to be born from above. Or put it another way, it is to be born of God. 1 John chapter 5, verse 1 Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. 1 John chapter 3 verse 9 No one born of God makes a practice of sinning for God's seed abides in him and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. Now there is something else spoken about the one that is born again or one that is born from above or born of God. Listen to it. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13 says, But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Did you see that? He says the salvation experience took place by the sanctifying work of the Spirit of God. To sanctify there means to be set apart as holy, special, or belonging to God alone. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 2 corroborates that. Hear what it says. He calls the Christian elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Our election is through the work of the Spirit of God. Jesus said to Nicodemus that a person has to be born of the Spirit to become a member of the kingdom of God. What am I saying in essence? Your salvation could never have been done except by the Spirit of God and He is therefore the guarantee, the surety that you are a child of God. I want you to live with this consciousness Can you imagine God living in you? 
Yes, that is exactly where he is. But how is that possible? Well, that is why he is God. God has chosen to do that. You know he is able to do all things. So why can't you believe he is in you since he said so? What does this imply? It means you carry God everywhere you go as a believer. Someone said God left him because he did wrong. Oh no, God did not leave you. He said he will be in you forever. What does forever mean? It means forever. Even now, if you are born again. I hear you quoting David when he said, Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Doesn't that mean that the Spirit of God can live? Hmm. Why don't you see that David was even smart? Remember that David did not have the Spirit of God living inside him since he was not born again because redemption had not been carried out by Jesus. But for him to say the Holy Spirit should not be taken away, it means he believed the Holy Spirit was with him and that he was still in the presence of God. It is if you have it that you can pray not to lose it. If you don't have him with you, you cannot pray that prayer. But praise God, he has assured us that he will never leave us, but shall be with us and more importantly, in us forever. So, as a believer, you don't need to pray that prayer by David. Even if you sin like David did. Even if you sin like David did. Am I encouraging you to sin? Of course not. He now dwells in you to conform you to the image of Christ on your inside. Demonstrated in your day-to-day living. Let's see 1 John chapter 3, verse 9 that I quoted earlier. It says, No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep sinning because he has been born of God. Let us see another thing about the reality of the Spirit of God in the believer. On the day of Pentecost, in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit came on the apostles and others gathered in the upper room. Verse 4 says, They were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance or ability. This is interesting indeed. The very first evidence of the indwelling of the Spirit in the believer that God showcased was something that had to do with their speech. The Holy Spirit in the believer is there to take charge of what comes out of his temple through words. What a powerful one that is. 
The Holy Spirit in you wants to control your tongue, your words. That is what you say. He affects what you say supernaturally. So you will be full of Him always. To be full of the Spirit is to live in the consciousness of the Spirit and to yield to Him. Jesus said, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Praying in other tongues helps to maintain that consciousness of Him living in you. That is why Paul encourages the believer to pray in other tongues a lot. When you do that, often, you are edifying or building yourself up spiritually. Why will he take up your tongue first? Because your words set the boundaries of your life. We enjoy God's best when we speak right. When you speak by the Spirit, your words are impactful and carry power. You will be judicious with your words, knowing they carry life. God is so concerned about that aspect of our lives, He instructs that we should be filled with the Spirit, speaking to ourselves in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Or simply put, we should endeavor to speak under inspiration. How blessed and powerful that will be. We will be a wonder to our world. For by the Spirit in us, we will be a tremendous blessing to those around us. Lastly, let me remind you. The indwelling of the Spirit of God is a gift of grace. You did not earn it. God gave you simply because you believed in His Son, Jesus Christ. Your good behavior did not bring the Holy Spirit. Your faith in Christ Jesus did. In fact, He worked on you, influencing you until you made up your mind to believe and receive the gospel. When He came into you, he didn't come in half measure. He came in his fullness to bring you to a place where you can function in glory and power. The Spirit cannot be seen, but his effect can be seen in your life if you live like he is in you. He is called the Spirit of Grace so he can lead you to enjoy God's grace gifts. He is the spirit of power so you can experience God's power and distribute it to others. He is the spirit of truth to guide you into all truth and witness it to you when you encounter truth and falsehood. Don't just live life like an orphan who is alone. No, you are not. You have the Holy Ghost living in you as a believer 24-7. Yes, you heard me. Let me say it again. You have the Holy Ghost living in you 24-7 as one who has experienced the new birth. Does he have more work he's carrying out in our lives? Oh yes, 
much more than we have seen in this episode. But I will stop here today to let you meditate on the ones that you have learned so you can walk in the light of them. Next weekend, I will be unfolding more about the realities of the indwelling of the awesome Holy Spirit in us. He is the Father and the Son living in us forever. Hallelujah! Don't just sing about Emmanuel, God with us. Sing more about God in us. You will never be stranded in life. You will always win no matter what. Praise God. Thank you for staying with me until now. I urge you to please send in your questions if you have any. I will endeavor to answer them. You can send them through the number that will be given to you shortly via SMS or WhatsApp. Or you can even call if you so wish. It will be delightful to read from you. They are always encouraging. And until I come your way next Saturday and Sunday, same time on this station, keep living in the joyful atmosphere of grace. Thank you for listening to this broadcast and we hope you have been blessed by it. For inquiries, prayers and counseling, please call 081-86-740681. I repeat, 081-86-740681 or visit www.kingsviewchurch.org and you can join us by 9 a.m every Sunday for our worship service at Kingsview Church, number 2 Akiwomi Street, off Casino Bus Stop, Alagomeji, Jaba, Lagos. God bless you. Grace, grace that is greater.